0: Where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where love known for the friends The adventure never ends We will save the world somehow It's Sunspots Comics now This episode of the Sunspots Comics Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Pop-Up Tea! Ooh. Check out their huge, mungus, ginormical selection of nerdy, fun t-shirts at popuptea.com. They have a shirt for every nerdy thing you could possibly think of. I'm serious. Use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off of any shirt order on popuptea.com. Even the clearance stuff, which is already so low in price. But go and check them out and thank you to our sponsor, pop Go check them out at popuptea.com. Hello, hi everybody! This is your host, Chris LaTorre. This is the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I seriously hope you're going to have fun with this and have a chuckle or three. Uh, this is, uh, we're continuing on the review, recommend, discussion of uh, volumes of comics that uh, I haven't read. My co-host, uh, Michael Norris, and I, we pick out something special. It's like a little comic book club thing we have. We take turns. This week it was mine, and I picked Immortal Hulk, Volume 1. Yes, and man... It's something special. I don't know why I waited so long to check it out. Sorry for the sound. I was trying out my brand new AirPods Pro, and uh, they came out a little quiet. But here you go. Volume 1 of Immortal Hulk.
1: All right. Hey, Michael. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? I am doing well. I'm doing well. So here we go. You ready to talk about Immortal Hulk Volume 1?
2: Absolutely.
1: Alright, I got it open in front of me, so let's talk about this thing. Immortal Hulk, Volume 1. This is written by Al Ewing, and uh, penciled by Joe Bennett. And uh, we're going to be breaking down Volume 1, discussing it, reviewing it, Uh, spoiler alert, uh, we're going to break it all down and talk about this uh, comic, and did you uh, take a look, Michael, that it's um, currently on issue number 33?
2: Yes. It is, and it's
1: it's been going pretty good for a while. Issue thirty three came out the Wednesday before Diamond Shutdown of April first. So it's been out that long. And the uh looks like on Comixology thirty four, thirty five, and thirty six are available for pre order with no release date. <laughs> well <laughs> that's like everything else in the world. Right. No release date. N R D
2: Yep, the the Hulk, the next couple of issues of that, and toilet paper. So they're all no release dates. <laughs> right,
1: that's gonna be the new thing, nerd NRD, no release date. <laughs> getting it out there. No release date. All right, so right from the get go of Immortal Hulk, Hulk page one, of volume one, uh, pretty haunting well, single I, splash I page. Yeah, and I was gonna say I was
2: very excited with this pick that you had because this is one that I've had for a little bit, and I wanted to read it. So the fact that you picked the Immortal Hulk without any kind of prompting was fantastic, because those Alex Ross covers are awesome.
1: I don't know why I kind of skipped this uh, and didn't read it, because I'm a normal uh, weekly Wednesday warrior. I don't know why I skipped it. I I think at the back of my mind, these Alex Ross covers, and and Joe Bennett was kind of hit or miss for me. Um mm-hmm. and uh, and also Joe they they do they flop they mix up the artists, I've I've been told. The covers stay Alex Ross, but uh, and Al Ewing, uh, you know, again, me too, it wasn't a name I immediately like kinda of gravitate to, honestly, with Al Ewing writing. Did mm-hmm. did you feel the same?
2: I, you know, I don't don't really have any exposure to either the writer or the pencilers or the artists or anything other than Alex Ross. But but I'm a Hulk fan. You know, I like the previous runs. I like the Mark Wade runs. I like the Peter David runs. I mean, I've read the Hulk off and on for 25 years. You know, so it's like it's always up my alley. And this one, it had such a nice hook to it. You know, with the kind of the horror angle of it, I thought that was cool.
1: Yeah, and these Alex Ross covers are a thing of just pure beauty, just yeah. absolute stunning beauty. I can't believe as I looked at Comicsology and saw. Every single cover. Like he's done, at least it looks like he's done them all. Which, uh, yeah. Maybe there's a few in there where they hired kind of an Alex Ross esque person. But for the most part, you can tell his stuff and it looks like he did just about every cover, which is astounding.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he's really the kind of, for me, the through line in this Hulk run. So. But, yes, thank you for picking this. This was one that I've been wanting to dive into, so I was very excited when you picked it.
1: Yeah, no problem. It's one I just had on the back burner and just was excited that uh, Volume 1 was on Comixology. I was like, I'm ready. Let's do this. So page one sets yeah. the scene here. You're right about the about the horror tip. I mean, it sets this frightening tone of this single splash page of a guy in his car with a gun in his lap coming up to a gas station, a rock song gas station, by the way. Yeah. But man, that yeah, didn't I feel that a lot. Too. But, you know it's it, nice to keep it in uh,
2: in continuity.
1: Right. In the Marvel world. Did this just kind of uh yeah. just set a strange tone, like wow, okay, this this is this is gonna be something. From page one, single splash page, he's nervous, he's sweating, and he's got a gun in his lap, and he's he's coming up to a a, a gas station. I'm like, Oh okay. Set so much tension right from the get go.
2: Yeah. Well, and you know, you can kind of foreshadow that it's going to go sideways, but the fact that he caps a guy with glowing green eyes right away in the forehead, you know, it, it it's not what you expect for the first couple pages of a, a Hulk book.
1: Right, and and you know what really stuck with me here. Okay, so you got, you know, you got Banner in in the in the, this this gas station, obviously, and he's having kind of this moment with this young girl and and it quickly goes sideways with this robbery and this just set like a, a it set a very memorable moment here for me that you know that he shoots this young girl and then like you said you know banner's eyes go green but he he plugs him right in the forehead yeah like it's it, it for a marvel comic too i was like oh man this is this is heavy it's intense it had blood it was like this this and then I, I thought for one second, did this say for like mature audiences? I went back to the cover and I was like, is there some sort of you know disclaimer that I missed? I was like, wow, it's like gun violence, and he shoots Banner right in the head, and the blood goes flying behind him. Shoots a young girl, and a, and then I thought, okay, where's the where's the heroic uh, rise? Where where where's the turn? And then he smashes the bad guy. Didn't happen. Yeah.
2: No. No, not, not even close. And, and, you know, the fact that this is such a horrific thing, especially if this was real life, you know, this 12-year-old gets it, you know, he, this guy it just ends up, and you could tell he felt like he was backed into a wall. He just takes them all out, and then it, you know, kind of transitions to the typical talking head with the, you know, the, the cop and the reporter talking. And I kept trying to figure out, are these people that we already know, you know, and, you know, I don't know everybody in the Marvel universe. So just trying to figure out an R, And it's like, uh, I'm not re- really getting a sense that there's somebody I know.
1: Yeah. I had to put that quickly aside too. I, I haven't read Hulk in a while too. So I didn't know are these, these, these two women detectives, police women, are they, are they a regular uh, character set that's in the Hulk universe? I don't know. I, you know, so I didn't have yeah. any connection to them either, but But you're right. It goes from this horrendous, you know, three three people murdered in a gas station and blood everywhere to, yeah, they just skip the whole, the end of the sequence, right, and go to where the CSI team is showing up and the, you know, blood splatter specialists are looking at things. And they're they're already kind of talking about that, you know, there's been a Hulk sighting, right? They already kind of mentioned it. And then you have uh, yeah. you have you have uh, Banner transform into the Hulk, or starting to transform while he's on a gurney in the morgue.
2: And just, yeah, I just, mean it's very Frankenstein esque. All oh, his right? his hand just raising. Yeah, it was it's pretty good.
1: Even then, you're going like, okay, is it going to fully transform? And it's like, boom! They cut over to this this biker bar, right? Or this or this house, this where a bunch of bikers live. Yeah like, they're just teasing us here. You know, they're, they're just tickling us with a feather.
2: <laughs> Something was throwing me off on these two pages was the fact, the fact that you keep seeing the lights with X's. I kept thinking, why are the X-Men involved with this?
1: Yeah, it was a... You see it's that? A, uh, it's a lens flare effect. It's a J.J. J. Abrams lens flare, flare effect kind of thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's like, why is this here?
1: And Why does that light. need to be there?
2: The, but yeah, the well, sorry.
1: Have yeah, created little, it was a little distracting. Know, it's interesting. You're but, usually the one that know, glosses over that stuff. And I didn't catch it this time. You did. <laughs> uh,
2: it just, it bothered me. Cause it, you know, it's like you, you know, when I start reading a new one like this, I start looking for pieces and just like, okay, what am I, you know, every time they reboot one of these old characters, it's just like, okay, what am I missing out of this? What didn't I catch on to last time? It's like, okay, you know, so that that kind of just popped out at me because, frankly, it just looks like a rundown. And the art's good, but it's not spectacular. And it just looks like a rundown, typical ghetto house with the you know the bikers.
1: Right, the Dogs of Hell biker house. And yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, you're you and I are in the same boat here, right? We haven't read Hulk in a while. We don't know if any of these characters matter. We're we're in that in that uh, that area of unknown, right? Where we're trying to find our footing. Yeah, and I was exactly. Still kind of here. But but the guy they show is the is the, the 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 burglar that that murdered everyone in the gas station, and they're kind of breaking down into his life that he you know he was young, he was stupid, and he you know it just kind of all went wrong. And you know the the guy's like, well, yeah. that's fine, but where's my money? That's all great. So pay me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, and they're they're trying to make you sympathetic to this guy because his situation, you know, he's he felt he he got he owed his bike or some money, so he went and robbed, you know, he's trying to just take care of his family, and he ended up killing these people, and he's just, he doesn't know what to do. But, you know, he just kind of get through that sequence, and then just as he's getting out of that house, that just big old smash, that boom, that happens.
1: You know, well, they're all just rocked. That's just great. Yes, yeah, and I love the entrance of Hulk. You know, they're, they're having this dispute, paying you my money. I don't care if you murdered three people in a gas station. Where's my money? And just these giant Hulk hands come through the yeah. wall, and they're just, you know, it's just so immense. And uh, what a great but, You know, part Hulk, of it is – now, the,
2: the question I had, because here – last time I remember seeing Bruce Banner, he was dead. And that was the big thing about that. He's dead. The Hulk is dead. Hawkeye killed him, right? Okay, great, great. So now, some Bruce is back. The Hulk is back. You got this horror angle. How, how do you find the bikers? How do you find these people? <laughs> you know, that that's the kind of piece that I, I start questioning. It's like, okay. And spoilers, they don't answer that. But but you know, that's uh. I do
1: And you know what? I I thought later on, right? He talks about how he can smell gamma rays. I, I thought there would be a yeah. connection to that because they because he did just find the and I thought I missed something you know I thought well he's yeah he, he really it's a, it seems to be a an a, you know an interesting factor that he's going with that he can smell gamma rays which I do believe is new and so I thought did I miss it yeah did the kid have like A bloody nose with green gamma in it or something? So I I was piecing through the earlier parts, and uh, you're exactly right. No, they they don't explain how he finds the kid. He just finds the kid. No, but I will say that first
2: splash page with the Hulk, just he's so massive compared to this kid. You know, and this kid's gun looks so tiny compared to this giant.
1: And I was happy with that. I wanted a giant Hulk. So I'm really yeah. happy with the proportions that they decided to go with here. He is massive and giant and muscles in all directions. He doesn't look like the the kind of softish uh, MCU Hulk, uh, you know, Ruffalo version. Yeah. You know, where he's a little soft yeah. and kind of even meant for, a lot, for a little flabby. Maybe not flabby, but you know what I mean. He just looks like a, a, yeah. this is the very opposite of Ruffalo Hulk. I mean, it's it's what we want, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So and then I thought, be. I'm I'm still lost too. I thought, okay, well, what's what's his uh, what's his level of sort of brain use here? Are we getting you know Monster Ugg Hulk Smash with like limited words, or is he Professor Hulk? <laughs> you know what I mean? Where where mm-hmm. is he as far as how much of his, his brain is using.
2: Yeah, and we kind of get an answer to that. And, and the, did you catch the next page? The next page is just the Hulk's head. Just his yeah. face.
1: Filling like an entire page. page. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, then, and he, then and he,
2: he, you get right after that. You, go ahead. No, you, you go. <laughs> I was going to say the wild eyes he gets. Yeah. Just the the, the the light glowing green eyes in there.
1: Yeah, and you're right. They give the nod here too, as far as like he speaks very clearly and was like she was twelve, like in very matter of factly. So we know he's not you know dumbed down uh, brainless yeah. Hulk. He, he maybe he's not uh, the super intelligent Hulk. Because remember how he used to talk the the narrations of, of when he was super smart. He would it just just he would just go on these runs. Oh, you remember? <laughs> yeah. But this is not that. It just seems like he's a regular humanish uh, mind level. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He he seems normal, you know, normal person. But they really, they really, with the camera angles and the way they make his face look, really playing up the horror aspect of how the Hulk looks, which I think is fantastic.
1: They do. They wash him out. He's in the dark, right? His green is almost a little more purplish you know, even his teeth are that purple. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, you're right. It's uh, the, the, the stark glowing lime green of his eyes in the darkness. Yeah. I thought was really cool.
2: Yeah. And then even when you get to, to kind of what happens, what, you know, what he ends up, he just ends up destroying those bikers. And then you see what he did to the kid and it's like, he, he left him alive, but just barely. And, you know, he, he you can see the the, it's pretty horrific because you see the kid's wife and child there. And, you know, as they're talking about him, it's like, oh, this guy's never going to walk again. You know, he's going to be lucky to be alive. All those kind of pieces. It's just like, ooh, you know, they made the Hulk like an avenging angel.
1: Yeah, he was uh, almost Punisher level here, right? He was was, just taking this kid out. And the kid did, uh, he drew first blood. I mean, he emptied his uh, revolver out to the Hulk, so... Maybe if, if he wouldn't have done that, he wouldn't have taken him over the edge. But he had to empty his revolver on on the Hulk's chest. So he's like, "Yeah, this is not going well for you."
2: Now, I, I love think the dialogue no matter
1: what because oh yeah, that that part was great because I actually added some depth in there. Yeah, but you're probably right. He probably was going to do it anyway or do something. But maybe maybe you know him getting shot like that helped him nudged him to kind of Hulk to Hulk smash a little a little harder, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Well,
2: and I think he would have killed him, straight up killed him if, you know, the guy didn't have a family, didn't have, you know, didn't have kids and all that. I just have a feeling that's the direction this whole, you know, they're trying to make this Hulk edgy. Sometimes yeah. they make him smart. Sometimes they make him this. In and this one, they're just trying to make him edgy.
1: And they did that. With that panel, just before he attacks that kid, that that kind of shows the repeating Hulk face getting a little closer and closer and closer and then just that maniacal look in the Hulk's face with the hands and then it just goes black. Like that was, that yeah. was a very powerful sequence right there.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: And yeah. and uh, Exactly. Thomas so. Edward, Edward Hill. Thomas Edward Hill. They always give the maniacs three names. Um,
2: <laughs> yep.
1: He's uh, not going to walk again. Looks like uh, he's not even breathing on his own. I mean, the guy... Has been Hulk smashed,
2: deservedly yeah. so. Yeah, and and then just even, and even the way they kind of wrap this issue up, you know, where they're they're really playing into the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde aspect of it, you know. Yes, definitely. And you know, Bruce trying to come into into his humanity, and then just looking at that monstrous face of the Hulk in the mirror.
1: Yes, that's gr- that's just a great sequence where you're back, uh, you know, in his, his crappy hotel room and he's looking into that mirror and oh my gosh, the scale and the size of Hulk here, I was immediately just super pleased. I was just like, yes, he's like, you know, he's just giant, he's this behemoth and he just has these, he, he smiles a lot in this, right, with this evil maniacal smile. Yeah, oh yeah, Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I thought, great first issue, um, that, that, you know, kind of, that, that ends the first issue, it just, it sets the stage, right, it it gives us a, a lot of sort of exposition and small little story plot lines to kind of understand, you know, where we are, so a, a comic book reader that maybe likes Hulk, like you and I, but hasn't read it in a long time, we kind of pick up and, and run from here, and like, everything is kind of set, the stage is ready, let's go with the story now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know,
2: for a first issue, it could have been in any run. This didn't have to be a reboot with this first issue. It could have been in the middle of somebody else's run. It just yeah. kind of went with it. It's just typical. But it, you know, it's nice. It's like, okay, now I feel like they reset the whole.
0: Yeah.
1: Completely. And I like it a lot. Yeah. And yeah. then we get this gorgeous cover for issue number two. I'm assuming that's the cover, right? This. All crazy oh, right. green yeah, cover. That's, that green that, skeleton's awesome. This might be one of my favorite covers of all of them, because I, you know, like I, I did yeah. one on comicsology, and all the covers were there. But if you look into the water and you yeah. see the reflection of the Hulk there, and how yeah. he's actually the, this uh, this green radiated sort of zombie is uh, is choking, you know, Banner. But yet in the water, it's this reflection of Hulk, and his, his you know his arm is coming up on the other side, so it makes you feel, like think, is that Banner? Is that somebody else? You know, it's just kind of like right. And the whole the whole cave walls except are all except for their green, heads like, are joined. Yeah, right. They're connected that way. Yeah. But the arms coming up like in no yeah. way connected to where his body is, but the the green stalagmites and stalactites. And just this glowing yeah. green zombie skeleton fleshy man—it's the ripples in the water are green. I mean, this is just poster-worthy, right? Alex yeah. Ross in the sweet spot, in the zone. Oh yeah, it, yes. Yeah. It might be and, my you know, favorite. And, and
2: just even getting—yeah, it's—and it, it's a great monster. It's a—and if this—it's like kind of like this Hulk run so far it feels like a monster of the week. You know, monster versus monster, and that's great. You know, you don't get enough of that anymore.
1: You don't. And I like that. That's where they went with this. It feels like a flashback to old Hulk, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like the early, early it Hulk. It does. It does.
2: It feels like the early Hulk, but it has a nice mix of, like, the beginning. where David started hitting his stride where he was taking different Hulk personalities and banners. And trying to do different things with them, and that's what it feels like.
1: Yeah, it does. And I like that in the beginning part of the second issue, like they're already kind of like, you know, he's already on the road. You know, Banner's on the road now. Yeah. And and we get a peek into that lonely part of his life. I think that's an interesting, like, story piece. And it reminds me of the old TV show. I, I start hearing the song in my head. You know, I'm thinking of Lufaigno. <laughs> well,
2: you, I was gonna say that's exactly what I hear every time I see him walking down the street like that. <laughs> and, and you you even see the diner he's eating at. Oh yeah, us, Yeah, yeah. It's like Isn't that great? great. Just always always throw in some kind of little piece there.
1: Yeah, you know. Loved it. And,
2: and I love that this this man, this man who's mm. extremely intelligent, and he knows that all these things you know he's tried this over and over, and the only thing he can enjoy right now is his sensations. And the one he wants to enjoy the most is food. And he just wants to sit there and eat and enjoy the taste he's getting.
1: And besides the Hulk illustrations, the moment where Banner is is chewing on a piece of bacon and his eyes are closed and his cheek is full. Yeah. And it's that that that's maybe the best drawing of Banner we've we've had up to this point, right? So we're like, you know, thirty pages in or whatever at this point. It, they he captured that like the promo hand. Have oh have my is, god!
2: Yeah. What's well, the I, but he makes Banner a little too handsome. He's a little too handsome. He's like <laughs> if you would have told me this is Peter Parker, I would believe he's Peter Parker at the same time. Because it's just like I can't tell. He's just a white guy with brown hair that they make a little too pretty. You know.
1: You know, I always thought in my head when I was a kid, like reading the Hulk because, and I don't, and maybe it happens subconsciously, but Banner has looked so different throughout the years. Yeah. That's, that's the one here, like, like all throughout my childhood, Tony Stark relatively stayed the same, the same kind of goatee, the same kind of white guy. But I always thought that, and I was young when I first read Hulk, and you can tell me if you felt this way, that yeah. Banner always looked so amazingly different, so totally different uh, from age to hairline, yeah. to hair color to the weight of his body, to his musculature, and yeah. I always thought that that had something to do with being the Hulk when I was a kid. And I was like, oh well, he transforms, so oh, maybe really? he, yeah, maybe he changes when he transforms, and his body shape and stuff never really goes back to its original form. I thought that when I was young. Did you think that at all, reading Hulk?
2: No, I didn't really. I didn't really pay attention to Banner. He's not important. You know, he's he should be important, but he's not to me. He's not important. It's like every time I read one of these how quickly can I get to the Hulk is what my brain does. How fast is the Hulk going to come out and start eating something?
1: Well, I like that they give even his reflection in his fork when he's eating the bacon here. So like they, they, you know, they, they keep it yeah. going. Cause you're right. Maybe people that read Hulk comics, they want the Hulk. And you know, people, the writer maybe worries, Hey, we're not giving him enough Hulk. Let's like put his face in a reflection of a fork. I, honestly, I think you do. It's kind of, it's,
2: Kind of the same problem I put into with like like a, like a Transformer uh, movie, right? Where the star is supposed to be the Transformers, but they've got humans because they think that's what you relate to. Or like when we were kids, they'd always throw in the kid into something. So that kids relate to it. I don't care about the kid. Why would you create some new character? Let me just see what I put the money up to see. In this case, it's the Hulk. So I would love if somebody realize that and put a Hulk on every page whether it's just a constant reflection whether it's like like a hidden mickey right like at disneyland just on every page there's a hulk
1: (laughs) you know one of the first comics i ever read this is a divergent from the story but one of the first comics i ever one of the first comics i ever read so this had to be i couldn't have been more than 10 i'll have to find the number and it was an incredible hulk an old one where it where the Uh hulk was on every single page i should find this issue and give it to you He was in some strange land that had like this weird leech. I just remember this weird leech was attached to him and he's in this weird land and he Mm -hmm. couldn't turn into Banner. Does any of that ring a bell? Um, Yes. He was in the micro universe or microverse. And uh, there was just one issue where I was like, this is fantastic because I don't think there was almost any dialogue in this issue. And and I wanted to read more of it and I don't think that I did. I might have read just a couple, but it was a very kind of weird, fantastical land with aliens and weird stuff, but there was like this leech on him constantly. And I just remember that. And he wouldn't turn yeah. back into Banner. And I thought, this is great. The Hulk is on every page. So I'll have to find that one for you. Yeah. Because <laughs>
2: that's, that's what everybody wanted to see. Yeah. So, You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, what's, what's interesting here, kind of getting back to the issue is – um. And it makes sense going forward, but it does not make sense when you think about the previous issue. He starts getting like his gamma sense going, and he starts doing some detective work to kind of figure out every town's got some kind of secret. And his, the Hulk is guiding him subconsciously to places. And to see that, hey, you know, he, he is Banner. He's smart. He's using his brain for something and kind of right. following those hunches.
1: And at the same time, right? You feel like, uh, you know, even though he's smart, you feel, and I've always felt this with reading comics, like the Hulk is manipulating him, right? I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's it's part of him, and he's like he's talking to him in a way, in a lot of this narrative, right? Yeah. And is it the Hulk?
2: Well, yeah. you know, he is totally insane.
1: Or is it is it Banner really wanting to do this? You know.
2: I don't think, see, that's the thing is I I always find interesting about the two characters. I don't think you can separate them. They're the same person. They're just two different faces of the same person.
1: Nice. I separate a little more, I guess. Maybe not completely, but in my mind, I've always kind of separated them. But uh, I like the new added Gamma Sense, like Spider Sense. He's got Gamma Sense, right? Yes. It feels like that's leading into Yeah, I think
2: that's a fun addition.
1: Yes, and it's leading us to kind of a creature of the week kind of thing, episodic creature of the week kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so this is great. I thought it was great when he goes to the cemetery. He's 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 smelling the gamma, you know, and he's he's getting his clues. And you're right. And he's like he's climbing this mountain into this glowing green gamma cave. I thought this is great.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, how else can nobody in the town notice that it's a glowing green cave? I mean come and on just, like the worst town ever.
1: And it's like in the shape of an eye too. Like why are they not freaking yeah. out and going, This cave is a giant glowing green eye, everyone? We need to shoot missiles at it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but again, that's a whole monster the weak mentality, which is great.
1: Yeah, it's great. You're right, and he finds an area of the of the town, it's like remote, and there's this giant glowing green cave of wonders. Into the cave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a diamond in the rough. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but what he steps into is just insane, right? There's just bodies littered everywhere. They're they seem almost uh, you know semi alive. Are they like these zombies? Gamma radiation's doing some crazy stuff, and then we find Mr. Glowing Old Man, Mr. Corpse that everyone thought was dead, and that his gamma had irradiated. And uh, before that, sorry, but did you like how they mentioned? that the whole town could be gamma radiated like it affects it's different than like standard radiation oh yeah or it'll just grow i mean that's a great little plot piece right to keep the monster of the week thing going
2: yeah yeah that was a a nice little twist with it that they could just go oh by the way everybody could be in this situation oh that's not good
1: Unlimited Creatures of the Week. And and help me, because I don't think that was a, a previous plot point in Hulk. But that's something new, right? That 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 Gamma, that it's maybe Gamma's evolved, but Gamma Radiation didn't do that in the past, right? This is something different.
2: Yeah, I think, well, I think part of it is just,
1: I think it's just a plot point
2: for the Creature of the Week. But no, I don't believe it, it had done that in the past.
1: Yeah, it doesn't ring a bell to me either, so I thought, oh, that's new, and that's fresh, and I like it, but um, he has a throwdown. Go ahead, sorry.
2: Oh, this is great, because this guy, this this professor, this irradiated professor, thinks he's about to just do the same thing he's been doing, just going to squeeze the life out of this guy, and he just hulks out on him and slams him down like he's nothing.
1: It's great. Absolutely love it. And it's just that that and, and such a cool look to it, right? Where the Hulk is this, imp- this imposing figure, and he's just this small glowing man yeah. under him. It, that's beautifully drawn. I got hats off to the artist on that particular yeah. page too.
2: Yeah. And, and what I find interesting is because you you find out like with this professor, he just basically after his wife, he became afraid of death. So he was was trying to do things and he did that. with camera radiation but what I find interesting is so far there's two issues in and the monsters that we've seen have all been like uh like a Sophie's choice where it's like they, they did things that they were trying to do right but they just they really put the humanity into the monsters where and you only get the sense the Hulk has no humanity.
1: Right. They established that really quickly here. I I like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's just something very cool so, yeah, to see it's a... the Hulk on this page, right? With that glowing, irradiated man, it's just—it's just—it uh, pops. Oh yeah. It just—it feels fun, and you're like, oh, this is cool looking, and it's just all those levels of green yeah. that are all just just emanating from the page. It's almost like the the this page has batteries and it's just glowing. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah. The the green just pops in this book right now.
1: Yeah. I love that. Even in the next sequence, past that, that where they get the flashback of the of the man and kind of telling his story, you know, all the uh, the thought bubbles are yeah. in the green there, and it just kind of keeps that yeah. going. Yeah, it reminds me of. Uh, did you hear he, that he goes through this whole confession? Oh yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, and what he did to his son, like he confesses that he just he took the gamma radiation and, and infected his son, who was like a like a, you know, a football uh, star in the town, and he just wanted to make him stronger, and he injected his son, and it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and I, I love that. He thinks that's his biggest sin, until you get the bomb dropped. So it's like, uh, no, you're not as smart as you think you are. Right. You know, th- this whole part, was this, on page 50, about the third panel in. Me, I look for irony. You, you're afraid of death. Now you are death. And then it just goes, goes right into it. You know, you love your son. You put him in a grave. Oh, God, yeah. Now you get it. He's radioactive just like you are. It's like, oh, it's like yeah. this, this guy has just doomed the town.
1: Yep. Yeah, that was like a, and you know, that was just a punch to the gut. But yeah. yeah, you know, he they quickly established, like yeah. that he cared for his son. They had a kind of a loving relationship, and then boom, he just poisons them. And yeah, yeah, you feel the uh, you feel the sort of sadness and the irony like very quickly on that one page. Yeah. And, well, and,
2: and then then you get to the Hulk punishing. Oh, it's brutal, just brutal. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of like that whole. Yeah, you know, the guys are afraid of death, and the Hulk's like, "Fine, you're not gonna die." He, but he chops off his arms and his legs, and he leaves them buried alive.
1: Yeah, Ugh. I was like, "Oh my god!" That was, a, that was a shocking moment, right? Like, I, again, I was like, "Oh my gosh, is this like for mature audiences?" Like, where's the rated R thing on this? Leaves him yeah. armless and legless, buried under yeah. tons of rubble. I was like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. And he just says, like, yeah. death is better. Well, and, like, death is better, please! And he just leaves.
2: Well, and it's nice because, you know, you're you're thinking, oh, that's the worst thing. And then you get to the next page, and the son pops up out of the ground. But his father <laughs> thought he was dead and buried him alive. <laughs> and he's been under under the ground, irradiated and alive. Ugh. Crazy.
1: Right, and he's now the son of a radiated yeah. man. It has another, it has a monster of the week tinge to it already it's like you know son of a radiated man it's like part three yeah right <laughs> as we exactly. are going to the third the third issue at this point right it's like it seems so perfectly yeah. named they should have gone with that son of a radiated man yeah oh and as we're in yeah, the no, start of it, it engineer, was pretty great yeah it was really great Alex Ross was covered issue number three my second favorite it's the hole right through the center of the yeah. chest yeah and he's looking. He's looking through his Back own at hole in Looking down. I mean, that is just great. Uh-huh. Such great perspective and the, and the clarity and the depth to that hole in the center of Hulk's chest. Yeah. It's just is that not yeah. phenomenal or what?
2: Oh yeah, that's great. And they they did they took some really fun liberties with that because again you get that bright green right in the center there with that uh, what, what's his name. Hotshot.
1: Son. Oh, is that Hotshot? Shot. I thought that was just son of name? Man man there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that the son of the radiated Man named Hotshot or no no relation? No. No, no connection. Uh, okay.
2: No relation. I thought the same thing, <laughs> but no, it's not. There's no relation.
1: Ross does that, right? So. They, they're kind of, Marvel must be just like, "Look, Ross, just do whatever. We don't you, you know, uh you have complete freedom." What they else? must not. They're like afraid to give him any editing oh. points because it doesn't make sense. That I mean, hot shots right there. When we what we just saw was the in the issue of end of two was the sun crawling out of the. You know what I mean? There's no tie immediately. Yeah. No, there's no tie. I have a feeling that just
2: Alex Roth. They kind of do it. Um, make comics the old Stanley way, the Marvel way, right? Where you draw the cover and go, okay, figure out a story from the cover. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the hunch I get. like Alex Ross is sitting there going, huh, how about the Hulk fight a green skeleton? What would it look like if the Hulk had a hole in the middle of his body? You know, and then, <laughs> okay, you figure out the story. I don't want to do that.
1: You're right. They, they uh, Back in the day, right, they spent so much uh, you know, time, effort, and money just making a really cool cover so that you buy it. And then sometimes it would have absolutely yeah. nothing to do with what's going on inside the comic. <laughs> exactly. But, exactly. Uh, but we got Alex here, yeah. so I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah,
2: and, and I thought that I thought that was great. That the the second issue, but when we get into the third issue, I loved how they kind of started changing perspectives as you know this reporter's investigating what, what happened in this town because now you can tell that reporter is on the tail of the whole. She knows something's
1: up. Yes, and I think they. I love the old style '80s um, paper quality here. The 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 white, yeah. the light aciding yellow. I think they gave their artist a break too. I mean, it does look like a different artist. I I missed the credit page, but this does look like it changes the artist here for the flashback, which is okay because they changed the style as well. Well, it's not just those.
2: a. Yeah, they changed the style multiple times because depending on who's telling the story, you know, like the when the the cop is talking and. You know, it's very much that that pulpy 80s style. But then you get to like the, what is it, the bartender? It reminds me very much of a Beavis and Head look.
1: It does. They're elongated faces. It actually looks like a a European comic as well. Like it has European tendencies there.
2: Yeah, very tight panels, lots of panels, you know, the the wording. all. It's very, I I shouldn't say Beavis and Buckhead. It's more independent looking. Yes. You know, heads are disproportionate. Bodies are very dis- disoriented or distorted. So, yeah, very much so.
1: Reminds me of Jeff Lemire a little bit. It has that, that elongated face look that he seems to be in. his like yeah. Sweet Tooth, you know, that that comic. He just, everyone has kind of a horse face, yeah. like elongated. So I had that kind of Jeff Lemire look for the flashback. And then uh, these are all different artists because the third artist yeah. I recognize, she's a female artist, and I can't, her name has escaped me. But um, she, she did the the sequence with the grandmother and the James Dean looking. Um, exactly. He, he just that the
2: the criminal. What was his name? Laser hand. What was his? Yes. Hot shot. Hot
1: shot. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, he no, he's just looking for redemption. Just trying to save his love. Oh, it's so romantic. That's what this old lady's hearing in her head.
1: And you feel for the poor lady. You're like, oh, she's you know she's lonely and. She's reminiscing of the days of James Dean, and she's probably a lonely old lady with lots of cats, yeah. right? I felt that very quickly yeah. in this. And, uh, and, and then you and get that...
2: to the priest.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just dark. Like... Yeah, and they went there. I was like, wow, this went into the area that I wasn't expecting, like, you know, the priest and, uh, and homosexuality, right? And I was like, wow. Yeah. They went there.
2: Yeah, and it's just it's like his faith has just been shaken. It's just like all of a sudden he's like, No, there is nothing anymore. It's just horrible. It's like, holy crap. So yeah. you know, and what is it? We get about let's see, what page is that? About thirteen pages in before we even mm-hmm. see the Hulk.
1: And and you're right, there and then the next one too is another artist that I I, I love too. He did baby teeth for Aftershock um uh, that that the last one with the priest um yeah. and, his, and I want to say Gary Brown but I could be wrong but I love that in this in this we're in the third issue right at this point in the third issue of volume yeah. 1 but, um that we just get this like uh this anthology feel of like five different artists right in the center of this of this issue with all these flashbacks of these characters dealing yeah. with hotshot and, uh, cool. yeah. and it was cool and the sequence
2: just slightly different
1: Yes, and then when uh, Gary Brown, I believe, is his name, uh, draws the Hulk bursting through the stained glass window here, it's just it's just glorious.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great it's a great sequence, and then you immediately, as a contrast, get back to the the older ladies, where you know it's the very James Dean, the very '50s throwback, and it's almost the most horrific part because. They just have a little panel where the Hulk just grabs a hotshot's hand and just cracks it, just yeah. breaks his hands so he can't, can't fire anymore.
1: Right. Yeah, I love the yeah. stuff that Hulk's doing. He seems a lot more calculated in these sort of injuries that he's inflicting to people, doesn't he, in all of this? Yeah. It's like they're founding they're, yeah. – I like that the writer found ways to, like, instead of just him punching someone in the face, right – they're calculated with these little injuries that are torturous yeah. for people, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really like that. I like yeah, that. A but, lot. You know,
2: it, and it's great because it, you know, the cop is telling it like it's a
1: super, typical, traditional superhero
2: story. And it's like, oh, but that didn't stop the bad guy. He still sh- shot a hole right through the Hulk's chest. Right. You know, you get to the priest, and it's just like, he's just a monster. You know, there's holes there gaping, and instead the hole just heals up.
1: And did you um, sometimes you know, these uh, mixtures of uh, artists in a short amount of pages? I sometimes don't care for, but this just seemed to all go together, and it was uh, it was fun with how they paced
2: It tied it. in very well,
1: right? I agree, yeah. Because I haven't tied you in, in the seen well. where they do that? Like Valiant Comics used to do it all the time, but not in a way yeah. that tied things together and made it cool. They literally like would lose artists and change pages and. Your artists would be too busy, and they would do fill-in artists with a single page. But this just didn't have that kind of thrown-together, a luck feel, right? Yep. No,
2: it it's very much purposeful, you know. And it was it was a nice to see the perspective change because it would even go back to the regular artist when it was in the present day, and as the the reporter interviewing people, you know. But as the um, people she was interviewing, all theirs went to their flashback style, which I thought was really cool which you see on the page right after that. Yeah, But then we get the piece right after, where you find out what happened to Hotshot's girlfriend, and it's very horrific, you know, with her head being turned on backwards on her body. And the word that, and this is, I think, kind of what's starting to get me excited, the green door. What is the green door?
1: Yeah, so it's like, what is the matrix? That's great. We're, yeah. we're they're sprinkling it in. We have no idea. You almost could see where, like, like the Matrix did with viral advertising. You know, like Marvel should have done it. What is the green door? You know. Yeah. <laughs> and it also yeah. reminds me too of how strangely there's so much green in this. About how I saw an article that Netflix was adding a lot of green color to the to the Matrix. Believe it or not. Um, and huh, that that they were going to take the green hues off. Like they added green to it for some reason. Like they wanted to. Weird. Add a little something to the Matrix artistically. And it just seeing all this green, like, reminded me of that. And I saw that article and I was, like, really surprised by that. Like, why would they add more green to the Matrix? It is very green in hue. Yeah. But why would they – it's like a very comic book thing to do where the editor's like, I'm going to add more green. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just strange. But, yes, green door. What is it?
2: Uh, and, and, you know, yeah, I, what is the green – you know, I love that they even – after that, okay, they drop a big mystery – Next page is the old lady just saying, oh, I visited the hotshot in prison, and he seemed very remorseful and everything else. And, and she's just kind of like, oh, oh, you know, I'm going to do this. And then you get back to the bartender, and I love the fact that he was a jerk to Bruce Banner, and the Hulk smashed his car.
1: Yeah, that was so good. You knew that was coming. Something yeah. was going to get smashed from the way oh, that was this great. guy was, was talking to Banner. And his car yeah. is just a pancake. It's great. Oh, yeah.
2: It's just nothing. So, and then you get the the uh, teaser for the, the next issue, which I, I was kind of less enthusiastic about when the reveal was who is going to be kind of in the next issue. So you get the re- reporter, she's getting an unknown call, and you think, oh, okay, well, you know, one of one of Banner's old cronies is going to, you know, is it, is it Ross? Is it is it Samson? Who who's going to be hunting him down? And it, it's Sasquatch.
1: It's Walter Lankowski. Sasquatch himself, and Alpha Flight.
2: And I don't want to deviate too much, but what, which what are your thoughts on Alpha Flight? <laughs> well, they're you know
1: they're kind of they're kind of a D list. Uh, well, that's maybe maybe a little harsh. <laughs> you know, like a C like a C minus <laughs> E kind of uh, you know Canadian team that. Uh, you know, hasn't had a whole lot of respect uh, over the years. Kind of maybe a throwaway. Would you Would you agree with what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to like them. I mean, they, they're they're like a spin-off X-Men team. They're War Wolverine Star. There's all these really cool aspects, and they're pretty lame. Um, <laughs> yeah. Had any kind of urge to watch them, or not watch them, but read them.
1: I agree. I, I barely dipped my toes yeah. into the Alpha Flight pool. But I was yeah. Yeah. glad in how they made Sasquatch look here, at least. He was a large enough you know, menacing creature to where Hulk will have a challenge, at least. And they have a past, too? Yeah.
2: Well, I, see, I don't think they've had a past. That's the thing. That's That's what I'm confused about. I've never once heard that, but... You know, I've I've read so many different whole books over the years that it's hard to keep the continuity straight. So maybe they were roommates.
1: I don't know. I do believe they had some sort of past. I I do. It it struck a chord to me when I, I don't have the uh, the number to validate it, but they have had some some dealings. I don't I don't feel like the writer made this up. I I, I feel like there was probably a very thin thread, but they're you know they're ex- they're yeah. they're ex- expanding upon it, but. Um, it was interesting because yeah. they tease into Sasquatch here, and it's a great visual, right, of the, the again, the, the reflection of Sasquatch in the mirror yeah. of, uh, as Linkowski's looking at it. A lot of that's happening in this from Hulk with the forks and Hulk in the mirror and Hulk in the windows, and right? Yeah. And so this just, it went along with that, and we're back to the original artist too, with all those flashbacks of all those with those different artists. We're back to yeah. the original, whatever his name was. I already forgot his name. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I don't, I keep, cool I don't keep track of them. They have to really stand up. Were you, were you yeah, kind of out I, like I, I was just, this...
2: yeah, I was. I, I, like I said, I wanted it to be, and only because I think in issue two he talked about it, I wanted it to be Samson. You know, I, I wanted it to be Leonard Samson. I thought, okay, great. That would be a, a a really good, you know, kind of tie, bring the family back together type deal. And it was just like, okay. For me, I had no association for the Sasquatch and Hulk.
1: Okay. Fair enough. I, I thought yeah. there was something there. I had a twinge of some sort of DNA, but I, I was a little more like, hey, that's cool. At least the, the size of them matched, and I thought this could be a menacing foe. Yeah. And, you um, know, on right. issue four, so the, getting... the the cover of issue four, I think um, the the sort of the size of Hulk it didn't make sense. He, they they they, sm- they they made him smaller in this uh, Alex Ross cover. Again, I think Marvel's like Alex, you do whatever the hell you want to do. But did you did you notice that the Hulk size? Yeah, he just like shrank it, down.
2: Yeah, he looks a little <laughs> bit bigger than human, but it could be the force perspective they put in there too.
1: Yeah, they, his hands were uh, holding onto the car, which then changes the force perspective. So if you look at the size of his hands, yeah he just got smaller because previously his hands would have pretty much covered the whole front end of a car, you know?
2: Yeah. And honestly, it's, it's a very nice dynamic cover, but the other ones were so much better. Right, And that's just kind of how I felt overall with this whole issue. I don't know why, maybe it was just kind of me carrying my disappointment that it was the fact that it was the, you know, Sasquatch in this, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, cover was boring, Um, (laughs) which normally it'd be an awesome (laughs) cover. But the other covers were so good.
1: They were. They were just above and beyond. So this is like an average Ross cover, which is odd to even say. Even his average ones are still, you know, far above everybody else. But I felt that way a little bit with issue four, too, because we went to that detective that seems very detached from everything with a ton of dialogue. Right off the right, right off the back, right at like the yes. first page, and it's like she hasn't had any. You mean the connection. reporter? They're the reporter. Sorry, um, and she hasn't really had yeah. much connection with Banner. So thankfully, that happened pretty quickly, and right and yeah, and Mr. Langowski, uh, she picks him up from the airport. So it's like okay, because before that, she you know she's really just she was just an exposition-heavy character that didn't really have any connection yet to anything. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, and every time I look at him, I just, he, they drew him like Sabretooth. Why, yeah. why is he looking like Sabretooth?
1: He does look exactly like It's just all very confusing to me. <laughs> and I couldn't help but think, like, did he look like Sabretooth? You know, I wanted to see pictures of Lankowski and Sasquatch, and uh, I I wasn't that interested. I didn't look, <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't help but think I, the same thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, to me he was always the Canadian version of the Beast, right? Intelligent yeah. and hairy, and I didn't realize he was gamma radiated I thought he was cursed or something. But you know, I was probably getting him mixed up with the Wendigo. So
1: yeah, but no, this I do remember that about the Sasquatch here in Alpha Flight that he did have. He he tried to duplicate uh, Banner's uh, gamma radiation serum to basically turn himself into a Hulk. Yeah, that was, I do remember that. And that's why yeah, I mean, like it felt, that like felt like a knockoff. That's why, to me, you know, previously Sasquatch kind of felt like a knockoff character. You know, he was, he was a brown Canadian yeah. furry Hulk, you know? Yeah. Well, to me, he was but, always orange. It's like
2: why? you know, it's just, and, you know, yeah, I guess it affected him differently because of his personality and stuff,
1: so. I did laugh, though, at the scene where they're but, together and, in college or whatever, and, and and Banner has just a stack of purple pants, just this giant stack of purple purple pants, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, right. look, you know, it's kind of like, called... just kinda like... <laughs> he's like, it's called style. Yeah, Isn't yeah, that or... the
2: same thing that Zuckerberg does?
1: Yeah, right. In, my, in a couple of years, this is going to be the trend. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like what George Carlin did, too, right? You know, he always wore the same... Shirt and pants, and uh, but he, I like that Banner. Well, Zuckerberg said the same thing, yeah. Yeah, i have seen clothes every day, so you know, think about it. But I yeah. just laughed at this because you know, Banner's like, no, it's style, trust me, this is gonna really be a thing, it's gonna take off. Purple pants, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: they, so, it's nice that they add these little bits of humor in there. And and um, what I liked, was, you know, you get through Sasquatch and his you know, him watching or I should say Walter seeing what you know happened to Bruce and then him going, Oh, this is a great idea, I should do it too. And for him it was all kind of a game, it was all kind of fun. And then you get the flashback of the, the little girl or which is or you get the flashback from the reporter seeing why she's fascinated with the Hulk.
1: hmm.
2: You know, and all because he smashed her house one
1: time. Yeah, and that little that little thread of where the dad or someone was like, don't look into his eyes. Don't, don't stare at the Hulk and you'll, yeah. you'll live. And she like stares at him. <laughs> yeah. But your kid does the opposite. Kids always do the opposite of what they're told. She should have said, look yeah. him in the eyes. And then she wouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but the, And a piece that bothers they, me, Mm-hmm. you get the Sasquatch
2: and he doesn't have pants on. But you get Hulk wears pants.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, he has that just furry... Point. He has those long pubes that, that cover, you know, his <laughs> scrunch. <laughs> Not what I wanted to think about, about at all with that. His previous name that didn't work out, unfortunately, Sasquatch was was just one of the many names, but long pube didn't didn't pan yeah. out, so they, they went with Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it's uh, oh. the one I wanted for, but... I do like this is our first glimpse of the actual green door. Yeah. You know, in in Sasquatch's flashback.
1: Yes, we finally we're getting another little a little there's a little tease. And so I like the the, when long pube is is just in the snow, it just all of a sudden changes palette. Like there's been so much (laughs) green going on. <laughs> yeah. Harry Long Pubes—that's what we'll call him. <laughs>
2: oh, oh, I'll probably like this character more now that he has a stupid name like that. Yep. <laughs>
1: Good, we'll call him that. So Long is <laughs> in the snow, and, <laughs> and I just love that—it—it it, just—it's just a weird sequence, right? Where they're—it's exposition where they're sitting in a car talking to each other, but then there's just this this cool yeah. like half spa- splash page of of Harry Long Pubes in the snow. And yeah. uh, I just thought, I thought it was beautiful, right? It, it changed colors for the like yeah. the green that was going on for so many pages. Yeah. And then the infamous they green door. Get to flies. the bit of the meat. You
2: know, they they get to this this crash site, and the reporters realize that Bruce Banner is doing his homework, and that's how he's finding these pieces. He's talking to people, and kind of, you know, that that puts her and, and Walter on a track to go talk to somebody, you know, kind of in these bars and stuff, because where else is it open all the time?
1: Yeah. And there's a highly detailed splash page after that, right? With the with the car wreckage and the helicopter. And yeah. there's, there's even the uh, reference to the cover, which you and I both didn't care for. But with that little overpass and the chunk missing from the overpass and the street uh, yep. smashed up. So we kind of get to see um, where th- what happened on the cover happened in this page, but they don't show it, but they show the aftermath of it. So I kind of like when they tie in things like that. I'm a big uh, proponent of the real estate of comics whenever it can be used. And so, here it is. I thought that's kind of cool. Yeah. A lot of detail yeah, on this page. I just got cool there and, it was- and looked at it.
2: Yeah. It, it was nice to see that, that um, it wasn't in this that scene wasn't in this issue, but that scene led to this issue. It's like that happened first and then this happened,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun little way to do it. Yeah. That the cover essentially page zero, if you will, um, will be explained on page 13. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It continues there. I thought that was interesting and kind of fun. Yeah,
2: that was pretty fun. And then, to get in and i love that how she's looking for banner and she uses a picture of him with iron man you know kind of like oh yeah you, you recognize him? i would have loved to, for the for the the waitress that are at this this bar to be like well yeah that's iron man who doesn't know him i haven't seen him you know like i would have loved her just been like totally missed the obvious you know man with the glasses in the front
1: right <laughs> like he's the guy in the foreground here not the yeah, the Iron Man. Yeah, yeah you're right. All, all eyes gravitate to a you know, a metal suit, a man in a metal yeah. suit. And surprising yeah. how I mean, I know a force perspective, but they made Iron Man kind of short. And <laughs> yeah. right? They they made him
2: very Robert Downey Jr.
1: Yeah. And you know, and well, Banner is like uh six three. He's like six three something. But yeah, you know, I always thought in yeah. the Iron Man suit, you know, Stark was like close to seven feet tall. So this just puts him as like a, you know, yeah, he's like Wolverine high <laughs> tier. Yeah. But well, that's fine. They didn't want him to yeah, be front and And, so,
2: <laughs> and then I, I like how they give a little bit, you know, here's a, here's a green sign that ties it back in. And then they give a little bit of foreshadowing with these two regulars getting in a fight together. And then, you know, Sasquatch being like, oh, here, I'm the superhero. I'll stand between you guys. But he's a human.
1: Yeah, I thought this was very refreshing. It was very uh, anti-superhero comic right here. Almost like the very first sequence in issue one of Immortal Hulk, right? Where everybody dies yeah. in, the, in, the, in the gas station. This guy is a superhero, doesn't turn and gets stabbed right in the back, just trying to get in the middle of some yeah. stupid bar straight fight. Up. <laughs> yeah, he
2: gets just, just straight up shanked right in the back and is just down.
1: I laughed out loud at the sequence. I was like, what? <laughs> right? Yeah.
2: I like laughed. Yeah. But, and, and, you know, in my head, I kind of went, you know what? Serves him right. He thinks he's a Hulk. <laughs> he's poor man's Hulk.
1: Come on. Right. Yeah. And I just, I laughed yeah. out loud. And, and I believe this is like the end of this issue pretty much. Is it coming up? Yeah. Or, or getting close to. Pretty well. Yeah, pretty
2: much. Cause then you finally get to, so they, you know, they rush him off to the hospital. And this reporter's just, like, freaking out, doesn't know what to kind of do, and casually just strolls over Bruce Banner and sits next to her to talk.
1: I thought that was cool because, again, I'm still – whenever you know, I see her now in the comic, I'm like, oh, here we go. A bunch of talking and sort of not yeah. connected to the story, and then finally, boom, she's connected to the story. Okay, they didn't play around with that too long, yeah. thankfully. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then, uh, then I like the horror twist that kind of happens with this. Where, you know, he's he's dying on the table, essentially, Walter is, and he okay. starts finally turning into Sasquatch, and it's a very much a monstrous Sasquatch. Yes. Or long you know, pubes, as you put it.
1: Yes, very long pubes. And, <laughs> and didn't it have a little bit of that werewolf <laughs> in London kind of transformation, just a smidge of it yeah. on the horror side?
2: Yeah, yeah, I could see, I could see them doing the special effects in reverse, like looking at the hands kind of growing
1: and elongating. Yeah, pretty good. Yes. Or thriller, even. It reminds me of like John Landis' yeah. or thriller, <laughs> that the, the fingers go long. Yeah. And, and the. Uh, and yeah. Then, yeah. Right? I, I will I like say, of, of, oh yeah, I like the, I
2: like the last page here, and of the books of the four issues so far, by far this is my least. Favorite. I, I, you know, and again, I, I might be biased on the Sasquatch, but I just did not like this issue as much. It, you know, it, it almost felt like a first issue. A lot of t- talking, not a lot of stuff going on. It had some sure. p- good moments, but it didn't, it didn't hook me.
1: I think it's because there's very little Hulk in this. Almost no Hulk, right?
2: I, I like I said, I want a Hulk on every page. I don't <laughs> care if it's a Hulk on a kid's shirt. I don't care if a kid's walking by with a balloon, got a Hulk toy in his hand. I want a Hulk <laughs> on every page.
1: Well, if we went back and 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 uh, looked at each page, uh, was there any Hulk in the fourth section at all besides the cover?
2: No, no, not a yeah. Bit.
1: So bit. That's why you didn't like it. There you go.
2: Yeah, there there was the the Hulk did not. There was a couple flashbacks. There was. Let's see. I'm, I'm scanning it real quick.
1: Yeah, no. I uh, there's
2: too. the cover, and then there's two small panels. There's a panel with the Hulk on the t- TV screen the first time Seth Clark sees them yeah. and another one with his where the the reporter is having a flashback. And that's it. Yeah, not
1: enough. So, yeah, not enough Hulk.
2: let sticks with right. my theory. In a Hulk
1: comic, I want the Hulk. Yeah, yep. had zero point zero Hulk here. I do like looking at this last page with Sasquatch though, where he's finally, uh, you know, oh, yeah. transformed, and it's just this visceral and his mouth and the muscles and the veins, like it just looked really cool. But uh, yeah, you're right. No Hulk. I mean, yeah. we don't want hairy long pubes in the in the in the final splash page. We want the Hulk. <laughs>
2: he's he's not my book. He's not my book. Yeah, exactly. Let me get to the cover for five.
1: Yeah, we're back on track, right? Yeah. On the fourth cover, is this better? Yeah. And more dynamic. And this and is much better. Yeah, and you yeah. got. And you, know, the you whole...
2: can't tell the scale, which is good, but they're they're pretty equal, with him and the, yeah. in the Sasquatch. And
1: uh, Harry Long's pubes has kind of a Planet of the Apes look to him here, that like the orangutan, yeah. Planet of the Apes look, and I just love that that very simple. Background of action, you know, streaks, yellowish orange streaks, and and the Hulk has a darker oh, green yes. kind of you look here. You can tell they're moving fast. Yeah, it's just a very cool cover. Again, we're back to a plus yeah. with Alex Ross. Yeah, just thing of beauty. And so, is this the fit? Is there six yep. in this to make the volume one, or is there five?
2: Let's see. This may be it this may be it may be five issues
1: yeah so i think five is the norm see we we're saying we're talking about that on last yeah but i think five six, I is odd. six but you know what do i know especially for marvel and dc they're much about less pages and more ads etc yeah so this is kind of a it was a,
2: so,
1: we're in the alpha flight thing here in the beginning so it's kind of like let's move this along <laughs> right
2: and when has it been mentioned that Alpha Flight has a space station? That's what I want to know. And why is Captain Marvel on their space station?
1: Yeah.
2: We yeah, get, uh, it's like, okay, come on.
1: Marvel just kind of went...
2: Shh, I, sh- I, I, <laughs> I almost feel like the, the the writer has a soft spot for Alpha Flight or for for the Sasquatch. And, oh, that was my favorite character growing up. Because everybody's got that, that D-list character that they love. And he's just like, I want to put him in here. I want to make. And it's just like, yeah. Well, it's is not going to Canadian. Make me care.
1: Is Joe Ewing Canadian? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. is. But I love this transformation you know, of Sasquatch. But I, I will that, say. That's my favorite part of the opening sequence is that transformation back to Linkowski. Yeah. Wasn't that awesome? Back to human. Yeah.
2: And then you get the Sasquatch in the mirror. So every time he looks in the mirror, he sees and all these gamma radiated guys, they see. Their monster's face, which is pretty great.
1: Yeah, they play
2: that. And then you get to the next page. And this off banner looking out at the reflective glass and just seeing the Hulk hand on the glass, fist ready to pound that glass in. Like, let me out.
0: Yes.
1: That was pretty intense. Yeah. I like that. This is again showing the full scale and size of the Hulk here with just a head of banner and that top. Splash page, just a uh, beautiful. Yeah. But so yeah. you're right. We want more of uh, more of him in action, and less of just him looking at a reflection. We want some Hulk, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Banner well, with so the reporter, and, and, yeah, true. So Banner and the reporter uh, off. Uh, Sasquatch transformed, and I think we're going to finally get some fisticuff action here because. He's eating people. Sasquatch is... Yeah. Killing and eating? He's like licking his hands. You're like, uh-oh.
2: Yeah, he's eating people. And he uh very immediately, you know, Banner steps in. It's like, come on, Walter. We need to talk. And he's like, Walter's not here. It's like, ooh, very sh... You know? And just, and Walt, you know, Sasquatch doesn't even want to mess around. Doesn't even want to have a conversation with Banner. He literally wants Hulk.
1: Yes. And that, like, dismissive sort of hand-slappy cl- slice across the throat, I mean, it, it, oh, it was yeah. kind of subtle what the lettering was. It looked like he was just kind of slapping him or even yeah. missed him at first. But if you see the lettering in red, yeah. you're like, oh, he connected and just gets his throat slit. Oh, yeah. and, that, and, that yeah. gruesome and, and what again, I like is like,
2: take the sequence. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, they just keep making it, which is good. You know, it's like Marvel has its roots in horror, and the Hulk has its roots in horror. It's like, this is great. This is, you know, this is perfect.
1: This might be one of my favorite pages, that, that was, where Sasquatch just slices Banner's throat, and then he's just lying in a pool of blood as his eyes turn green, and he's like, oh, when you heard yeah, Banner, or, uh, I take it personally. Oh, yeah, and that's just great. That...
2: That sets the relationship between the Hulk and Banner. They they're like, if they if they were two separate personalities, they're basically like brothers. They totally can hate each other, but you hurt one,
1: you're hurting them both, and they're gonna hurt back. Yeah, so finally we're getting we're getting some some punches, some flying through walls. They're just like destroying this hospital. They're you know they're two just bohemian monsters with muscles in all directions and this is just brutal. This is just brutal yeah. battle. Throat yeah. they're choking each other. I mean it's just it's just visceral and violent and bloody and I mean this is just so much fun and action packed. And when they well, show how many the teeth whole Sasquatch has the, too, like all the mouth of teeth. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah.
2: It's crazy. And I love that. This whole time they're fighting, Hulk is talking. He's he's yeah. sitting, you know it's like he knows that this is not Walter in charge of this. And then you get to that, that part where Sasquatch just shoves his fingers into the Hulk's chest, just just buries it into his chest. And the whole time they're still talking and fighting and just keeps going through it. And then you get to the window reflection, which is fantastic.
1: Big reveal right here, man. That was just great. Yeah. And that the entity that's, yeah, uh, that's that's powering Sasquatch, that's that's mentally controlling him, is Bruce Banner's dad. Yes.
2: Which, all right, I gotta I gotta kind of pause it on that piece because the first issue that I remember reading as was issue seventy seven, which is the one that it was Peter David and the cover drew me because the whole cover was green but the Hulk was silhouetted black mostly like he was, like a bomb went off behind him and that was the issue where Samson started to combine the Hulks before Professor Hulk and so that, was, that whole issue the three of them inside Banner's head with Banner, Grey Hulk and Green Hulk and they were all being tormented by this evil entity and he couldn't figure out what it was. And it turns out the entity was his dad. It was years of child abuse he had been subjected to from his father. And that was the very first issue of the Hulk that I remember reading. So the fact that this ties us back in, to me, that's like, oh, that's, that's great. It's like they're bringing back a very much a psychological trauma that is what creates as much of Hulk's birth as the gamma bomb was, you know. And I think that's a nice little tie back to it.
1: Interesting fact. You're right. That that really is a major part of his personality, not just the gamma, but the abuse from his father. And I thought, boy, it's strange that he calls him daddy here. Like that that just sort of says he's got daddy issues. Like not father or dad or Mr. Banner or, you know, whatever. it just that he says daddy, you know, even if you haven't read Hulk before or forgot that point about what his dad did to him, you were like, We called him daddy. They
2: had issues there. Oh, yeah, and just keep it in line with that horror, the things that he says going through it. You know, I wish I'd killed you in your crib. It's like, holy cow. And the Hulk is just because now he's psychologically broken because he's Uh back to being this child being beaten by his father. And And he's just taking the hits. He can't do anything about it and just being used.
1: Yeah, it's his head is filled with all these crazy thoughts and, and Sasquatch is taking advantage of it and just throwing him through hospital walls and like twisting and contorting the Hulk's body where he's just slamming him and, and the Hulk's just uh, all in his head right now. He's not really focusing on the game here. He's not in the fight. He's in his head. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, and Sasquatch just got him down and just again drives his fingernails right into the Hulk's guts and just, yeah. just tormenting him and he's like, Who else can make the monster scared, and then Hulk just snaps, you know, and just no, never, and just gives him this massive kick to send him off of him, and then goes into, and this this is the piece I was waiting for, punches Sasquatch and tells him puny human.
1: Yes, (laughs) like we've been waiting for that, right? We're we're five issues in or whatever. You're like yes, and he and. Boy, the the letterer um, played it out right, right. The exclamation, the red surrounding yeah. the the uh, the word bubble is just perfect, in that action sequence of Sasquatch's, you know, body, you know, just flaying right towards us, and uh, it's just all beautiful. It's all yeah. you're like, yes, this is like a big payoff, right? What a great way to end this volume. Yeah. Like it, it's paced out properly, right? Yeah. Because so, he never really yeah. had like a full-on. What I love. You know, Go ahead, where did you live, sir? Oh, monster fight, yeah,
2: yeah, he never had a full on monster fight, you know this this whole volume so far,
1: yeah, and the panels are even uh warped and distorted, and yeah, it yeah. just goes with the action. it really was i I think this is where the artist really shines here is this you know two hulking characters smashing, and it just goes along with the panels. If you look how twisted and weird shaped angles the when Hulk says puny human, look at the panel shapes there. It's
2: just oh, it's Yeah. It's well it just continues for pages and pages. It's just like all the panels are just crumbling down. Yes. You know, it's like nothing nothing has any stability in there.
1: Yeah and then I love that next Hulk Hulk punch, but Sasquatch grabs it and there's that that sort of impact of yeah. like the you know just the, the his fist and Sasquatch catching it, and there's like this sunburst of power energy that, boom when, they, yeah. when you blocks the punch. And then, well, frickin' finger to the eye right after
0: that.
2: Yeah. The shadow. Just seeing it in the shadows, just, ugh. You know, so now the Hulk is blind. Yeah. You know, and then stupid humans get in the way. Two monsters are fighting. Why would you have any business getting anywhere near either one?
1: Yes. Yeah. A, a, a yeah. policeman or security guard with a taser tases, you know, Harry Longpubes here. And it's just like, yeah. what are you doing? Run for the hills. Yeah.
2: yeah it's like, you are going to die. And, and, and then Sasquatch just turns on the report he's just going to gut her. And that's when you find out another Hulk power, which uh, I've heard this one before. You know, he just Grabs Sasquatch and just drains the gamma out of him.
1: Yes, that he has done before. Yeah. I feel. You know that yeah. that panel above it before he drains him, his Hulk's right arm. It almost looks like he's just shoving his arm straight up Sasquatch's <laughs> ass. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: it does. It does not like. Is, it's like yeah. a, and it, it throws you off because his foot's between his legs and you're like, wait a minute, why, how that a weird perspective?
1: <laughs> it totally is. I think that's the way you have to drain him. His right hand has to go way up his enemy's ass <laughs> and the left hand has to go, or left hand has to go around the throat and then he can, he can gam a the
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a,
1: it's a, <laughs> it's a proctology
2: draining, you know?
1: <laughs> we'll call it the Hulk enema. <laughs> the Hulk <laughs> yeah. Getting a Hulk enema here. We're David- Line. Yeah, ever Hulk jams his, 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 fist up your ass and drains all the gamma. I hope that's a thing. And that but, he does that more in this. Yeah. <laughs> Just every pound the
2: artist always draws it that way. Just like his his right hand is always missing. Right, <laughs> always. But you know it's he he drained him dry. He sucked all the gamma. So yeah, you know there's there's no more Sasquatch.
1: Yeah, that's uh and is he is is he healed? I mean did he cure Lenkowski of Sasquatch?
2: Yeah, that's the impression I'm getting.
1: Yeah.
2: It's like he's alive because the monster healed him, you know, Walter is, but he's not Sasquatch anymore. And then the dumb reporter has to <laughs> get up in the Hulk's grill and ask him a question.
1: Yeah. I was like, what? And she wants to be like him. Like, how can I be a Hulk?
2: Yeah, after and all he's that.
1: Like, he's like, lady, I just jammed my fist so far into a Sasquatch's ass right now <laughs> that I don't want to yeah. talk about making you a Hulkette or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just that was an odd yeah. timing, right? Like, it's just...
2: Yeah, it was. Very much was.
1: So. The editor missed oh. that page, I think. The Marvel yeah. editor like let that one go, like, oh, he missed a page or something. That was just weird. Yeah. yeah.
2: But I do <laughs> like, you know, all of a sudden Sasquatch or Walter's just horrified because he can't be, he can't be Sasquatch anymore. And I just, I love the last page where he drained the gamma the Hulk did, but he sees his dad's reflection in the glass.
1: Yeah. So it makes me wonder,
2: like, when he turns back, is he going to be the dad and not Banner?
1: Right. We gotta read, and this is the end of the volume, right?
2: This is it. Well, yeah. There's some. There's like a uh, another story behind it. Okay. Um, But yeah, it really it feels like it's just a recap of what's happened kind of over the course of the Hulk. But it's like, so to me, that means to in your reflection, do you see the monster? So then the Hulk's monster is the father, or Banner's monster is the Hulk.
1: Yeah, what will he, will he turn into his father when he transforms, like is Banner gone? Like what, what does that mean? Is he, is he going to want to stay yeah. as the Hulk because he doesn't want to turn into his dad? And
2: I, I bet you that they run into a thing where it's got it's going to be a three-way fight, you know, or Banner's going to have to overcome the father's personality or something.
1: Right. That's a cool twist. That's an interesting cool. take. On what they decided to do here, maybe that's what yeah. force force him to stay as the Hulk because he doesn't want to turn into his dad. You know what happens if he does turn into his dad? Yeah. Like, is he still Banner? Or, you know, is he still brute? Like, what? Like, that's just it. It you have like ten questions from this, and the look of horror on the Hulk's face is drawn so sort of yeah. perfectly as he. As the first time in the reflection, yeah. that we see a human in a reflection, like just a person. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's, I, it's pretty good. Really good. I was like, uh, and I think I think what you're saying about this last little bit, it might be like a bonus for the volume because it seems like it ends and there's that sort of closing page. Yeah, it says it's a... Like an epilogue? Exactly, and then it says
2: it's like a recapping sequence. Yeah, basically, it's kind of like, here's how, here's the very abbreviated version of what's happened between, you know, kind of the high points what's happened from Hulk's creation to this point. And it was a piece explained it right away, maybe this was explaining another comic that I didn't read, but you know, I like that they tie it in, they show the green door right away, which is, at, in the next sequence, they show the bomb going on, and it's like, okay, great, you know, that kind of gets you up to speed, here's how Banner was, uh here's how he was made, you know, and you know, he just, Bruce Banner keeps dying, you know, there's all these horrific ones, It's like his head gets decapitated, and General Ross yeah, killed him Is with that Captain Jackson. America's
1: shield? That's Captain America's shield. That the captain yeah. too. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's what the,
2: one yeah, like. Each time, yeah, each time it's like the door, the green door just keeps kind of opening a bit more. Right. You just keep letting them out. You know, and then you get a, a flashback to his talk with Hawkeye about, all right, if I get out of hand, here's what I need you to do to kill me. Right. You know, and and that's pretty that's pretty good. And it's like okay, he's he's in heaven now. Okay, great, he's he's away from everybody and or hell or whatever he's in. And the fact that and this is another character I'm not that familiar with, Doctor Voodoo. Why would Doctor Voodoo go get him? Right. You know, that's a piece that doesn't make sense to me.
1: I think they're, they're sort of I think all this epilogue is for us to weave in the green door into all these past events. You know what I mean? Yeah. To say like, let's say yeah. that the green door has always and, been there when in reality it really hasn't, but they're, they're weaving it in so that it all kind of ties, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then, then he's like woken up, he's on a table with one of the AIM guys, with, I can't remember, It's was the guy with the face in the, in his stomach or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then this, what I liked was this the last kind of the, the last page on that is the recent fight he's had with the thing on the thing's honeymoon.
1: Yeah. And
2: you know it's like he dies again in that one. You know.
1: You should like, uh thing you, you should check out that, that issue of Fantastic 4 um which uh Hulk and Thing fight. Hulk though is under some yes, sort of magical I, spell. And yes. uh you know uh, yeah. spoiler uh, uh, I know you don't God care is. about you don't care about spoilers but when Thing actually wins the fight, but crushes his arm. Destroy the thing destroys his yeah. arm in this fight with with Hulk. Yeah, and it's pretty good. Yeah, check that issue out of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's the next
2: volume of the Fantastic Four. I need to read, but yeah, I, I thought that was a nice little recap for like new people. You know, I I didn't go into this kind of this whole sequence. It it tells you kind of all the pieces. So what I guess what I didn't remember was Banner died in Civil War two. and they brought him back in Uncanny Avengers, Secret Empire. Oh, and then another Secret Empire, issue six. Yeah. So that's not even the honeymoon with the thing, so that's different.
1: Yep, yeah, it's not one of those other times. Do you remember that uh, those issues of uh Hulk where uh him and the thing meet in a bar like every year at the same week yeah. And ha- and just uh, have a knockdown, throw down and they sort of keep score. Yes. I was always a fan of that. They yeah, met those, like, those some are pretty great. Middle of the desert bar and they would just fight out in the desert. Those are fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have to find them it's there.
2: um it's pretty good and you know, I, I like the little sketch pages that they put at the end here, just to kind of give you some drawings. But yeah. then you get the variant covers for issue two.
1: Yeah, those are nice. That Gerardo Fino, no,
2: I, I really like that one. Oh, yeah. Those are great. I'm always a sucker for Arthur Adams, though. Yes. And especially the, as a the new Fantastic Four. I don't know why, just what I'm a sucker for.
1: Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it's like, a oh my Young God, pretty got, fun, too. Yes. They got the, it, I love Scott Young, kid-like quality. He adds to all of his, and that's a cool variant. Uh, with uh, that's like Alex Ross's uh, covers sort of smashing out with a cartoon hole coming out. It's fun. It's just fun. Oh yeah. But I was happy with this end of the treatment too, uh, the volume one with the sketch pages and the, and the everything and the epilogue and the variant uh, covers. I I thought this was packed and felt really great. The the penciling of Alex Ross's various covers, like all of it just felt like a really good volume one treatment. You agree? Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. In
2: fact, uh, it was a nice change of pace. Now I'm a little worried about my next choice because I think you nailed it out of the park on yours. You know.
1: Well, hey, you you have uh, the power. They don't have to be, uh, you know, five star. Knock them out of the parks. (laughs) Yeah.
2: No, I mean it was, and I was like I said, I was very excited when you picked this one. I and I have volume two already, so I haven't started reading it yet. But now that we've talked about it. I'm going to roll right into Volume 2 because on the cover of Volume 2 is a giant green door with the Hulk looking like he's going to step through it. Oh, so
1: goodness. I'm very
2: curious to find out what that one's
1: about. Is it on uh, Unlimited, Comixology Unlimited?
2: I don't know because I bought it on a big old Hulk sale. I paid like two bucks for the whole thing.
1: Oh, that's a good I actually
2: name. have, I have Volume Two, Three, Four, and 5. Excellent. So I will be uh, reading the
1: Hulk, the
2: Immortal Hulk now. And finishing they are those not. Out.
1: They are not on Comicsology Unlimited. They are not. Mm. Bummer. <laughs> Bummer. So I may have to buy yeah. them. They're, they're oh. reduced to no discount, like seven yeah. bucks or something. But uh, man, yeah. I can't wait to read more of this. A, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Just like I said, so refreshing. So this is what I expect from the Hulk.
1: Yes. Hi mark. Alex Ross yes, covers. Yeah. I mean, just, just all of it, uh, just seems to be hitting on, uh, you know, the, the respect to the olden days of the Hulk. And it's just, uh, you know, it has a, a, the, the, the DNA of, uh, of horror, you know, into it, which is kind of, which is beautiful. And yeah, yeah. I, 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 I give this a solid five stars, like a plus, you know, all the way. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, even the uh, that flashbacky uh, issue, issue three. I mean, uh, Joe Bennett on on is, is solid. I would say overall through, throughout the whole thing, and uh, Al Yune's yeah. writing top notch.
2: Yeah. yeah, Alex, the the only one that was weak for me, and probably just my own bias, was issue four. You know, and yeah, the again, no Hulk issue. You, I think you nailed it. Not enough Hulk.
1: Yep. Not enough Hulk.
2: Give me That's what I need in a Hulk book. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. But no, great choice, man. Very great choice.
1: I agree. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Let, let me know uh, when you pick your next one so we can do another one. I will let you know, man. Cool. Thanks, yep. bud. See you later. All right.
2: See ya.
0: there you go volume one of immortal hulk high praise five stars definitely recommend reading immortal hulk it's fantastic and uh michael uh i think he's picking for next week he's selecting samurai jack volume one which were huge samurai jack fans of the cartoon we just never read any of the comics so we figure why not give it a shot hopefully it's a good adaptation and it's a lot of fun so samurai jack volume one will be the next podcast or something special too my mom i actually got her this comic book it was uh jim henson's Uh, The storyteller, Witches, I believe, issue number three, which is about Hawaii. It's about her homeland. It's about where my mother was from and these uh, witches, these Menahune of it's kind of mythological folklorish tales that she used to hear when she was a kid so i bought my mom an issue of this comic gave it to her she read it she loved it thankfully and i'm going to have my mom on where we're going to talk about a a comic book so i cannot wait that'll probably be the very next podcast tune so so please tune in it's going to be fun me and my mom hanging out talking about comic books and also, if you'd like to help us out and support uh, Sunspots Comics, please go to sunspotscomics.com slash support. Any help is seriously appreciated. So stay healthy, stay happy, stay uh, organized. Find some fun, interesting things to do. Go to the back of the cupboards, alphabetize, <laughs> and hang in there. And uh, I'll see you next week. Thank you so much. To be continued. If you're looking for a place where you're is shared the same for the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow where well, the love no the friends the adventure never ends we will save the world somehow it's Sunspots Comics now